I have a disability called autism that causes me to stand out and be seen differently and frequently treated differently and unfortunately poorly at times. When I was 17, I was 2,000 miles away from home at an awful boarding school where I was abused, I was forced to sleep outside on the concrete with no covers and no pillow. Teachers would pour cold water on me while I was asleep, and so would students. I was not allowed to go out in the community, and when I asked the question, why? Why are you doing this to me? Why are you putting me through this? They would say it was because you have a disease called autism. One day, the school found out that they were being investigated by the police. And they decided to take us, the students, to an island in Washington. The island had a whole lot of plant life and beautiful flowers. We walked around and explored the island. Sadly, they took my shoes away. So I had to walk barefooted. I noticed a kayak in one part of the island. In that moment in time, the kayak seemed to signify the end of my torments and imprisonment and the beginning of a new and better life for me. It was a tool sent from the heavens to help me escape and get to my new beginning. With all the, th the thoughts racing in my head, I didn't really think about how I would escape. I just waited until 2 a.m. and got into the kayak with no Life jacket, no previous kayak experience. <laughs> Funny, right? I, I left the island behind and the school behind. I just kept on kayaking toward the Space Needle, toward Seattle. While I was kayaking, the only light I had was the stars up in the night sky. There were waves making it very hard to control the kayak. Wind making it ever so colder. Nighttime in the open water. With shipping lanes, it made it like a life or death version of dodgeball. <laughs> if my kayak toppled over, it was all over. If I got hit by a ship, it was all over. 
the only thing that kept going, that got me through this ordeal was the thought of freedom. And at last, I reached the shore. Finally, I was free. It was only later that I realized that it was a eight-mile journey. When I finally got to Seattle, I had no idea where the police station was, but I did see a highway. And so I went to the highway and pretended like I was a cheerleader <laughs> in hopes that someone would call the police. I didn't have any previous cheerleading experience either. <laughs> Eventually, someone called the police, the police arrived, and I told them everything. The police took me to a waiting area that had the place for me to sleep on an actual bed with real life covers and everything and pillows. I could not believe my eyes. I found out a couple months later that the school had been shut down. In case you're wondering how I got to California, it, it wasn't right away. First, I was sent to a different boarding school in Michigan. I hated being away from home, so I ran away to California. How did, I get to how did I get the money to get to California? I went up to people and said, I represent the Red Cross. <laughs> then I took that money and to buy a Greyhound ticket that brought me all the way to my dad's apartment. I could have gone to New Jersey, but I thought California was closer. <laughs> Either way, I was finally home, and I've been here for 15 years now. 